Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast with your hosts, physical therapists, Dr. Michael Gorman and Dr. Lauren Bennett. This podcast will discuss a variety of health-related topics focused on educating the aging adult, allowing for an active lifestyle no matter the age. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. We are your two hosts, uh, Dr. Michael Gorman. And Dr. Lauren Bennett. We are physical therapists coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. And today we are starting a three-part series on something that I have quite a passion for, for, for treating. And that is called TMJ pain or temporal mandibular joint pain. And Sadly, there is millions of people out there that are struggling with this, and I think they're struggling with this, and we'll talk all about it, but because most times, at least I know from a physical therapy standpoint, we don't get tons of training in this directly in school, mm -hmm. so I think a lot of us come out of school and we're either afraid to treat or don't know what to do, but this is an area of the body that a lot of people struggle with, and we are very excited today to, to talk about this. Um, so... As we go into the the, the TMJ, um, again, it stands for the temporal mandibular joint. And if you have any of the following symptoms, this podcast is definitely going to be for you. These symptoms can be anything from pain in the jaw, inability to eat certain foods. Um, you may have headaches. You very well could have neck pain. You can have shoulder pain. And then if you you know, not only will you have the pain, but you might start to see a little bit, of, a little bit of asymmetry um, in the face. One side may be a little bit, of, a little bit swollen. One side of the face may be a little bit what we call atrophied or smaller than the other side. So, if any of these symptoms apply to you, please do not go anywhere. This will be a twenty-minute podcast that I promise you um, will be be life-changing for you along with our next two podcasts as well. Absolutely. So let's touch on what exactly is TMJ pain and where does it hurt? So if you've experienced this, your temporomandibular joint is actually the joint, right? Like it's your jaw right in front of your ear. And sometimes you could just have it on one side. Sometimes you can have it on both sides. But it's essentially where your mandible meets your skull. And there's an area there of cartilage. And sometimes that joint can give us some problems because the cartilage becomes displaced or irritated. Um, and patients may actually complain of clicking or popping in this area. Or maybe you feel like your joint wants to become stuck. Like if you're at the dentist office and you want to... Um, keep your mouth open for an extended period of time. Um, sometimes patients will complain if they have to open their mouth really wide, if they're trying to eat that hamburger or favorite bread, French baguette bread. I know everybody likes, so um, that's pretty common. Um, but a, there's a variety of causes and Dr. Gorman may want to go more into it, but the most common ones that I know could be from trauma from say a car accident, from stress. Um, I know myself when I'm stressed, I find myself clenching my jaw, which can cause a lot of irritation or even grinding your teeth at night. Um, you may find that you have some neck and shoulder pain. And this is 
very, very important that when you go seek a physical therapist about it, that they are evaluating not only your jaw, but your cervical spine, your neck as well. So we'll talk more about that later, but um, do know that the two are related. Um, and then also I have experienced this before and I'm sure most people do, but if you have some TMJ pain, headaches can become prevalent as well. Right, right. And so we should probably say how how common is this? And um, mm -hmm. a study, you know, there's different studies out there, but study I saw said that between five to 12% of Americans uh, have TMJ pain. And I'm not I'm not surprised about that at all. I thought that was that was pretty accurate, actually. So five to twelve percent. What is there, uh, Doctor Bennett? Three hundred thirty million people in the United States, or right. something like that. So that's a ton of people out there that are struggling mm -hmm. uh, with, with this, and and it's it's may start as something as simple as maybe you get some clicking or popping, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. And we don't really worry so much when a jaw clicks or pops because most people do have. Uh, a jaw that sometimes when they eat certain foods or it may click or pop, but I, I don't really feel you need treatment at that point in time, but for sure when it starts turning into pain, chronic pain, that's when you have to seek treatment for this. And again, um, it, it, even though the pain's in your TMJ, it may not be, you may not have a jaw problem. You know, you may have a neck mm -hmm. problem. Um, we, we don't know that till we e evaluate you. And so, but just be aware that's very, very common out there. And I think it's also most common for younger populations, and then it occurs twice as much in women as it does men. Yeah, I think that's because the women have to put up with us men, so we give you guys a lot of stress, which then gives you <laughs> TMJ pain. I would say that that's probably the cause, but no, um, it is. It's it, it, In my career, I well, probably for every 10 TMJ patients I treat, probably 9.5 mm -hmm. or female um, in that age 20 to 40 range. It's pretty rare when I've treated a patient 65 and older that has TMJ pain, not saying it doesn't exist, but I haven't seen tons of that. And you know the, um, why that is, I mean, it, it, probably there's a hormonal issue. Also, mm -hmm. most females tend to be more mobile. Their joints tend to be more mobile than males, which means that there is more opportunity for that um, that disc of cartilage in your joint to sort of move around or get dislodged or something like that. So I think that's all part of it. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of studies out there and we have one, um, a 2012 study from the journal international journal of medical sciences. And out of the 243 TMJ participants, that had experienced pain at rest, pain in the muscles of their jaw, clicking, grinding, and the use of antidepressants, all of this had a correlation to that there was significantly more of a prevalence in females than there were males in this study. So I think that the use of other medications, like we said, antidepressants, um, supplemental estrogen, oral contraceptives, all of these studies are showing um, that there's a relationship between TMJ pain yeah. and supplemental use for hormones. And mm -hmm. here's, if you're happen to be watching us right now on YouTube, which I highly re recommend to see how silly <laughs> we are in our makeshift, uh, podcast studios in our house, but I'm going to just put my fingers right where your TMJ. So as Lauren said earlier, it's right in front of your ear and you can even open and close your mouth mm -hmm. and you can feel that joint in there move some. Um, so that's where, that's where your TMJ is, but be aware that 
if you have TMJ pain, the pain may spread up into your head, into this area. It may spread, spread down to your neck, to your shoulders, maybe in between your shoulder blades. Um, so it's uh, can for sure spread. And, and I, I do feel it's, it's definitely um, a problem that is, tends to get worse either during a stressful period or after a stressful period. And as Dr. Bennett said earlier, that that clenching of our jaw yeah. is something we all do and we probably don't even know it. And then we can also do it when we're sleeping as well, which brings a whole other host of other issues as well. So, you know, if your jaw starts to, we briefly talked about this earlier, do I need to start, do I need to seek medical treatment? Do I need to get mm -hmm. on the phone immediately? And you know what? If, as we always say, and you've heard Dr. Ben and I talk about this, you know, if you have pain for a few days, I'm not concerned about that. Um, but uh, I would definitely say if your pain, and here specifically we're talking TMJ pain, if that's more than more than a week, guys, it's probably not going away. That's probably not going away. So I tend to use that one week mark as, okay. There's something going on here. And both Dr. Ben and I have treated uh, TMJ patients and they've struggled with this for months and years. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, um, they don't, they have a hard time finding the right professional to actually treat it. And we're, we're going to talk about it, but um, it's, this isn't something that most physical therapists treat. We get very little training of it in school. It's kind of what we do after we get out of school with our careers. That determines if we're comfortable treating TMJ. I don't know what type of training uh, like a chiropractor gets in it, but I know that our training overall is minimal. So you want to be a little specific here and not just go to any physical therapy office or wherever you go. Make sure that someone in that office um, has experience with it. Mm -hmm. I would definitely agree with that. I think that when I went to school, maybe we had like three total class periods of our entire orthopedic semester, two semesters. So it's something that your PT needs to be able to seek out and feel comfortable with. And don't be afraid to ask that question when you're calling around. Right, right. And so we think when we think of TMJ, there's really three healthcare professionals that I think mm -hmm. of that um, will help you. First of all, your dentist can be a big help. And most times that's where people with TMJ pain start. They, they're getting their normal six month um, checkup. They're getting their teeth clean and they talk with their dentist or their hygienist about, hey, I'm having the, this pain here. So that could be where it comes out. Um, as we talked about earlier, um, there are physical therapists out there that, uh, you know, um, specialized or very comfortable treating TMJ, not all are. Mm -hmm. And then there, there is chiropractors as well. And I'm just not sure what the chiropractic scope is on this, but, um, you know, I know that TMJ patients will seek out chiropractic care as well. And so, um, we just, again, it's so important that we want you to find out the right professional for you. And I know that, you know, Dr. Ben and I are more than happy if you, if you're, you live in St. Louis or um, over into Illinois, we're more than happy to help you. But if you live out of town, you hear this podcast, you have TMJ pain, you don't know where to start, reach out to us. Mm -hmm. um, you can send us an email at info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. Send us that email and we're more than happy to try to find the right uh, professional for you in your area so you can, you can start feeling better. Mm -hmm.
Okay, so let's let's take a commercial now. We're gonna hear from our sponsor, iMove PT. We're gonna take a 30-second break, and uh Lori and I will be right back. iMove PT is proud to be the sponsor for the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. iMove PT is a mobile physical therapy company based out of St. Louis, Missouri, and expanding throughout the United States. We bring a unique one-on-one physical therapy experience to the privacy, safety, and convenience of our patient's home, office setting, or the location of their choice. For more information about iMovePT, please go to www.imovephysicaltherapy.com or feel free to email us at info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. Have a great day. Welcome back. Thank you so much to iMovePT for being our sponsor. So here we go in the next section, we're going to actually talk about the different types of treatment that can help with your TMJ pain. So as we talked about getting with the physical therapist, it is so, so crucial that not only the TMJ joint, but everything, the surrounding areas around it are fully evaluated. Okay. We're talking about your cervical spine, your upper spine, even your shoulder blades, how, how everything is functioning from your torso up because it has a huge effect on your posture, which we'll talk more about here in a minute. Um, but you may be wondering what exactly can PT do for me? Okay. I have this limited jaw opening. My jaw hurts. What are they going to do for me? So after the full evaluation and they determine what the impairments are, there's this thing called manual therapy. And it may seem kind of silly, but with latex-free powder gloves, a physical therapist should be doing manual therapy on you and really getting into your jaw, into that where the mandible meets the skull, the TMJ joint, and doing what we call joint mobilization, soft tissue mobilization. There's muscles in your face and in your jaw, your mouth, that contribute a lot to how the TMJ joint works. So when Dr. Gorman talked earlier about atrophy in your face, if you're somebody that's looking in the mirror and one side of your cheek is a lot puffier than the other side, these are all things that your physical therapist should notice because one may be significantly overworked and the other side just not kicking in at all. So your muscles are just becoming weaker and wasting essentially is what atrophy is. So this full evaluation, they can get their hands in there. They can work the joint, mobilize the joint to help that cartilage um, become less irritated, distract the joint, get some blood flow in there. And also just work out what we call like trigger points and just tight muscles in that could be pulling too much and basically causing what we call an asymmetry of the joint. So I don't know if you want to elaborate any more on that, Dr. Gorman. I know you do a lot of this. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's so rare when Dr. Bennett makes an error, but I'm going to have to correct her. Um, (laughs) So with the type of gloves that we use, we do, we do use latex-free gloves, so we want to make sure that's super important because some people have a latex allergy. Some people know it, some people don't. But anyway, and then we, we use powder-free gloves. So 
Oh, I thought uh, I said that powder freak. Did I say loaded with powder? No, you didn't say loaded. You said I think you said powder gloves. So, but powder free gloves. Okay. You don't want to be putting any powder in your mouth. Trust me. Um, yeah, you want no. to put powder. You want to put powder on your face. That's fine. But we definitely don't put powder on your mouth. So. Okay. Good. Thanks for clarifying. Because I probably just said that anyway, wrong. Line. It's so rare when when you make an error. So I have. Oh to- yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so no, I think you really hit the the nail on the head there. There's a lot of muscles inside your your mouth around your jaw that people don't even know about. And so just like any other part of the body, you can develop trigger points in that air, which is a real just irritable contracted muscle that causes a lot of pain, causes a lot of pain, not only in the jaw, but spreads to your face. So um, yes. So please make sure that when you get treatment, it's not just about exercise, you know, and that's, that goes for any, any joints, not just about going to uh, a physical therapist to get exercise. If you have an elbow that doesn't move at all and I give you exercises, well, to work on strengthening you, well, that doesn't really matter. We got to get the range of motion back first. So, uh, okay. We will for sure give you an individualized exercise program. That's super important too because there's no, and I have family all the time, oh, Mike, can you shoot me over some exercises uh, to do for this? I'm like, well, no, because I don't know what's going on with you. So that's why we, as Lauren said earlier, that's why we do the evaluation before we give you a home exercise program. And um, again, make sure that you see someone that gives you individual exercise program based upon what your your needs are. And pretty good chance they need to include some neck exercises, some postural exercises, some upper back uh, exercises. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Definitely. I know when I first evaluate uh, TMJ patient, I do the full evaluation, look at their symmetries, their posture, their range of motion, um, really honing into where their pain is at. But then throughout my next coming treatments, I'm working a lot on pain reduction. I'm looking at getting that range of motion back. That may be my first three appointments. Um, And then we'll start working on some strengthening activities if they're tolerating well. But I will never, ever, ever leave that patient until I fully assess, you know, once they leave my hour with them, what does the rest of the day look like? So I know a lot of us spend hours on end at a computer a day. So I'm going to make sure that I'm going in, looking at their workstation setup, making sure that their computer's directly in front of them. Um, They're not looking up, not looking down, but everything's eye level. Their shoulders are relaxed and they're not up in their ears. These are all types of things that if we're doing sitting at a computer all day, like hours on end a week, our muscles adapt to their change in position. So if we don't fix that, I may be able to mobilize a TMJ joint all day and it may feel good. But the moment we go back to sitting at a computer eight hours a day, five days a week, we're going to like undo that. So it's the full picture here. And when you are seeking treatment, just make sure that you're not seeing a PT who makes it feel better in three visits and does, you know, give, don't, don't also discharge yourself from your PT before they get to that point. Cause they probably are getting to that point. Let them help you fully through the entire program. I think what is it, Dr. Gorman, uh, you usually get patients better in like eight, 10, 12 visits. Yeah, I would say, you know, when we're when we're talking about TMJ and again, it, of course, with everything, it always depends because it depends like what other areas are involved, but there's a lot of neck involvement. It's probably going to take a little bit longer. It depends how chronic it's been. If we're mm-hmm. talking an issue that's been there for years, well, you can't expect us to 
to correct the issue and it to be all better. But um, I say, you know, for TMJ patients, most times it's in the six to 10 visit range is how long I see them. Um, and normally after visit two or three, they should start to be noticing a change. And that's something else. If you go to a physical therapist or a chiropractor or any professional, and they're doing the same thing every time you go in mm -hmm. and see them, you know, I guess if you're getting better and they, they do the same thing, that's not, that's not horrible because it's working, I guess. But if they're doing the same thing and you're stalling out or you're not making progress and they're not changing, you need to seek a different professional because we're always evaluating, assessing, you know, what do we have to tweak? Um, how do we advance the exercise program? What type of manual technique should I adjust? So all that, that that's important, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's, you really, when you, when you go see a PT or a chiropractor, whoever you see, it needs to be one-on-one -on -one care guys. Um, I'm just going to be, be honest. Um, unfortunately the way, and this could be a whole separate podcast, but the way <laughs> that healthcare has changed the world, as far as reimbursement with healthcare, um, a lot of clinics in the outpatient setting, um, tend to see more than one patient at a time. And that's unfortunate. Um, that's sort of what some companies have evolved into. Um, but you want to find a provider that can spend the one-on-one -on -one time with you and not have to work on you for five minutes and hop out of the room for 10 minutes, then come back for five. Because, you know, you need that, that real dedicated time. You've, you've got, you've, you've got to have that. So again, if you're out of town and you don't know where you should go, reach out to Lauren or I, we're more than happy to help because, um, one of her goals simply is to de decrease the amount of chronic pain in this world. And I think we, we can do it. I'm going to step on that ledge, Lauren. I'm going to say we, you and I can do it. We, we can, can do it. it. Yeah, we, we can do it. Um, but, you know, as, as we talk about TMJ, Lauren did a great job of talking about, but just some other things that may be mm -hmm. part of your treatment. Uh, talking to you about correct ways to sleep, like what kind of position should you sleep in? Super important. We already talked about posture training. That's huge. And we'll talk about that more next week. But posture and what happens to your TMJ when you have a typical kind of forward head posture. Mm -hmm. Huge. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Um laser is a type of treatment that that can be used to help with more of the muscular pain. There's heat packs, there's cold packs, there's electrical stimulation that can be used. You of course can take medication, but I really would I we advise against that unless you absolutely have to have it, but um, you, your body should be healing itself without taking a drug. And if you get the right treatment, it absolutely can. And then there is TMJ surgery as well, but we highly, highly avoid that. In fact, if you talk to any respected dentist or any respected oral surgeon, they will tell you the same thing mm -hmm. that they absolutely any oral surgeon out there. Um, the ones I've talked to have said they really try to avoid doing any type of TMJ surgery because most time it's not needed. Right. Absolutely. I actually had this myself when I was younger, my TMJ, like it would hurt. And then it would get like stuck when I went to the dentist's office and they were like, let's just see if you grow out of it. And if anything, we can do surgery. And I was like, oh my gosh, like when I was younger, like that was the worst word you could possibly say to me. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I went to PT school and realized that this was something that could be treated by another discipline. And yeah, 
now I have no pain. It's just some clicking, which we'll talk about more later, but it yeah. like, clicking is okay. Yeah. Pain and, and mobility. I don't, you know, it doesn't impact my life anymore. So good, good, good. Well, uh, we just want to re recap. We always like to recap what we talked about. And I would just say that TMJ pain is real. Um, TMJ pain, when you have pain in the jaw, it may be coming from your TMJ and it may not. So you need to seek the right professional that can evaluate, assess, and then start a plan of care on you. Um, mm -hmm. And more than anything else, like, do not lose hope. I have probably been treating TMJ patients for 15 plus years. And so many of those, by the time they finally get to my office, they've lost a lot of hope. They've had pain for months and years. And if anyone's ever had any type of chronic pain, you know what a um, debilitating impact it has on your life, but don't lose hope. And again, Lauren and I are here to help you, whether you live in Alaska <laughs> or Hawaii, you know what? I think if someone lives in Hawaii, maybe we'll do a site visit and do a little treatment. Yeah. Um, Will you their... fly me down there? <laughs> No, I'm going to fly me down. Um, no, we got to go together. Yeah, no, no, I think I can handle it. You have to cover my my caseload here in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, um, and I'll just I'll just be in Hawaii for maybe a week or two. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah, this might take three. Anyway, um, but anyway, well, we want we want to thank you so much for joining us so again. This was uh, part one of part three of our TMJ series. Uh, so please come back for the next two ones because I think you're going to get a lot out of this. Next week, we'll dive um, deeper into what a normal physical therapy treatment can uh, and should really be like if you have, have TMJ pain. We're, Lauren and I are so grateful for you all. We ask that you please like this podcast, share this with a friend that may be having um, TMJ pain. And we all we are also on YouTube, right, Lauren? Tell them about YouTube. <laughs> We are on YouTube. You can see our wonderful faces and makeshift offices in our houses. Um, but yes, go to our YouTube page at iMovePT and you will find all 29. No, we didn't start this till the middle. I don't know. There's probably about, what, 15 episodes on there now? Well, oh, yes. Something like that. Something, something like, like that. that. And you, can, you know what? If you go to YouTube right now, you can see that I have a light shining on my left shoulder lights shining that that is the reality of a a a home makeshift podcast room uh but anyway so you can again you can li listen to our podcast or you can see us on youtube on the iMove pt youtube page well yeah. we we thank you for your time please come back next week and i hope you all have a wonderful week <laughs> thank you take care we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Healthy Habits for Active Aging podcast. If you have any questions for Dr. Gorman or Dr. Bennett, please send an email to info at imovephysicaltherapy.com. To learn more about healthy aging, visit our website at imovephysicaltherapy.com. Like what you hear? Be sure to rate and subscribe. See you next week.